This episode of Sea is the New Land was produced for Port City Futures. In this episode of Frictions, we explore a case where social alienation from the sea is affecting a place that once felt inseparable from it. In the littoral zone between the Italian city of Ravenna and the Po Delta, there are now urgent reasons why the relationship between sea and land needs to be recovered. The coastal area between Ravenna and the Podelta is a territory that was built on water, but today is really struggling with its water identity. For example, there are overlapping infrastructures such as ports, canals and dunes of different ages, which really represent centuries of terrestrial coexistence with the sea which was totally interrupted by artificial land reclamation and the Po bringing debris and shifting the coast. Rosa Grasso is an architect and researcher at the University of Bologna. She works on terraqueous vernaculars and abandoned spaces in the coastal environment on the northern Adriatic. We must say that nowadays these territories are in search of their forgotten identity and they are really trying to reclaim their relationship with the water. On one side of this territory we have Ravenna, with its large, disused commercial port in the urban area, uh, which has increasingly extended away from the city um, towards the littoral coast. And on the other side, we have the provincial territory of the Basso Ferrarese, uh, which is really fighting against abandonment. So this is a landscape that seems to have lost its water-land uh, relationship, and uh, which now is not really facing the threat of uh, sea level rise, leaving the future of these coastal lands really uncertain. The port has a strong impact in determining the image of the city, and perhaps also on people's sense of place and relationship with their own maritime identity. Roberto Ruboli, former president of the Port Authority, sees the port of Ravenna as a particular landmark. Ravenna has been a growing chemical industrial cluster, with a commercial port created by a state initiative with the company Spear, where Serafino Ferruzzi created a cereal sub. It was the first in the world. He was buying plantations in Argentina and Brazil, and he was a ship owner, as he was from Ravenna, he made the city a global cereal deposit. Ravenna is still nowadays one of the main ports for cereal transport and storage in Europe. Ravenna is a channel port, differently from nearby Venice and Trieste. This means that on the one hand, you have structural disadvantages as you lose between half an hour and one hour to enter the port. But on the other hand, having a 12 kilometer long channel means theoretically you can expand it on the left and on the right. 
In reality, it isn't like this, as we are running out of free space. In all historical port cities, cities have embraced the port. There was a moment when Genoa was thinking to have a hinterland near Milan. Ravenna doesn't have this problem. However, this is an Adriatic Channel port with a sandy basement, so it's limited to expansion. The port of Ravenna has characterized the city throughout its history, its growth and decline delineating the urban and coastal landscape. During the 1950s, due to the new demands of maritime transport and increasing ship sizes, the port gradually left the city. The urban side of the Arbor Canal, the threshold between the city and the sea, is now a collection of abandoned dockyards. This has created a detachment between city and sea, evoking a dead industrial past rather than the city's active maritime life. In my perception, the particularity of Ravenna is that the sea is in some way very present, but also very far away. I feel like I don't live in a seaside city. Gerardo La Mattina is a film director based in Ravenna. People say, how nice you live in a seaside city, but I don't experience it as a maritime city, in the sense that for me the sea is Porto Corsini, Punta Marina, which are not part of the city. So I feel this distance from the sea, a void that is filled by an industrial landscape. So it's as if I'm crossing two ideas, the city on one hand, with its beautiful Byzantine characteristics and the ancient downtown, and the seaside on the other. The sea in Ravenna is perceived differently because of the presence of the port. So my perception is that Ravenna is like two different cities. I love Genoa because the city is completely identified with the port, also for historical reasons. In Ravenna we don't have that. The port is a separated entity. I think this is a popular perception. I'm trying to promote this landscape in my movies, as I find it fascinating. A place full of contrasts, not easy to imagine. Do you know that in Pialassa there are amazing sunsets? It looks like Africa, with flamingos, etc. And in the background you have all those big factories. Of course, for an ecologist it would be blasphemy. I have been recording at the port at sunset. It is beautiful. A place that hasn't been explored enough filmically. In Basso Ferrarese, in the northeast of the province, rushes separate bodies of both saline and natural water from the farmed fields. An area suspended between land and water, amid the city and the coast, between the river and the sea, canals and lagoons. A swampy geography of small towns whose declining populations face widespread abandonment and an increasing risk of floods. We have land that was reclaimed from water of the last century, so reclaimed from the swamp and turned into productive agricultural land. 
with many problems, but with a true richness. The great river that borders all the territory, including my municipality, which we now want to revalue and develop. Andrea Zamboni is mayor of Riva del Po, a town of 7,000 people on the Po's delta. People always experience the culture of water in this territory. Our canal infrastructure is a gem. We have managed to reclaim land from water and we try to protect it as much as we can from the potential oddities of water. The previous local government strategy for land and water intended to create bridges between the territories. We want to build a waterway as a development tool with an environmental and heuristic character. This can become a tool of exchange and communication with the Adriatic Sea. We also have a network of tiny fishing ports, Goro, Lido degli Estensi and Porto Garibaldi. They can also be a resource if organized according to a structure. I believe that if we offer several alternatives and not just a highway, the local agricultural context could be further developed. The pride taken in these villages lies in their reconstructed morphology, expressed through the domination of what some see as adverse forces of nature. Nowadays, these villages are located only a few centimeters above the sea level, but according to Rosa Grasso, the risks are being met with inertia. I think that an immediate response to the sea level rise is needed, but it's really difficult at the same time for the national and local government to take action. And despite the adoption of Sealands Local, local development are starting only now to face the problem and it's maybe too late to take action. Um, for example, already scientific sea level forecasting has configured the towns on the delta as a future archipelago of historic centers immersed in the water. And beyond that, Ravenna and the whole territory have to find resilient strategies for their infrastructure. So the risk is serious, and I believe that in this context, the role of risk perception is very important. I, for example, interviewed different people for my research, and I understood that there isn't any knowledge or awareness about this, even among people that live next to the sea. And I think that this is quite surprising. I believe that working on people's perceptions will help because they can push government to act. Also because there is a problem in temporal terms. A government lasts five years against damage that will be perceived only in the next decades. So people must be the first to be aware and ask for a solution. Without risk perception, it is obviously difficult to adopt any measures for managing the adaptation to new climate contexts. We spoke to Gian Maria Sannino, head of the Climate Modeling Lab and Impacts Atenea. We need to understand, first of all, what will be the problem in the future. So we need to know what, I mean, the projection of sea level. And this is where Enea and my group is working on. So just to know what will be the risk? We need to to try to understand if we just have to retreat from the cost. I mean, this is a solution. So if we cannot protect the cost, maybe we can move the dangerous, let's say, infrastructure and even building from where they are now, maybe toward the land 
and this is a solution or we have to do our best to protect because that means uh, just uh, every year putting sand just against the against the the, the the work of the sea and this is a very costly let's say solution or maybe explore what we call now nature-based solution the other problem is just a perception really difficult to uh, to say to the people that the sea level at global level is rising and is experiencing an acceleration and when we say that the acceleration is now 3.5 3.7 millimeters per year so the people say okay this is not a problem actually that specific number is of course an average value of all our planet if we look for example to the sea level rise in the mediterranean the last let's say 100 year we see that we have already gained 20 centimeters that means that exactly the same storms that hit venice today the same storms 100 years ago had 20 centimeters less for the high tide in venice that means a completely different picture let's say in terms of flooding have also in mind that the sea level rise will not increase steadily, will not increase in a linear way, but is increasing exponentially. So that means that we will see the, the bad, let's say, effects of the sea level rise will be more clear at the end of these centuries. sense of place can shape the experience of risk and this has the potential to influence adaptation. The last 150 years or so have been an era of intense anthropization of the delicate coastal environment on this side of the Adriatic. The previously complex and balanced relationships between people and the sea have been forgotten. How can we unravel a condition in which the popular sense of place is stuck in the anthropic vocation of hyper-territoriality? How can we repair maritime disentanglement and go towards a more terraqueous sensibility? <laughs>